This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're three days from the Eagles' second game of the season as they visit the Atlanta Falcons in Sunday night football. It's the first time that they're going to be playing in that new dome down in Atlanta, that big, fancy, shiny new dome. And with that comes some preparation that the Eagles need to do. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, joining me as he does every weekday morning. Merrill, good morning. What's the what is the Eagles' preparation and what's their plan for handling all that dome noise? Well, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they do some work indoors today and they put on the machines that that put that crowd noise at a fever pitch and make them go to uh, work on their silent counts so that they're able to handle it in a situation like they'll face at the Mercedes-Benz Dome uh, in Atlanta. It can be very disconcerting for a young player who is not used to that, but it's uh, it's something they absolutely have to prepare for. And with those silent counts, like what's involved with them? Like how does a silent count work? Well, it, it basically works uh, off of the center. Uh, the offensive linemen are looking across, and they go on the snap of the ball because there are times where you just can't hear the signals, so it's a sight thing. You know, Merrill, one of the hot topics yesterday in the press availabilities for the Birds was the, the success that they've had against the Falcons the past three seasons under Doug Peterson. They're 3-0. and they, they beat him in 2016 in the regular season. They beat him in that great playoff game at the link, and then they beat him in the opener last year. Why have they had so much success against Matt Ryan and the Falcons? That's a very, very interesting point. I think as I go over those games, one of the things that they have been very good at is keeping Julio Jones, one of the most dangerous receivers in football, out of the end zone for the most point. They they know that he's going to get his, his five, six, seven catches, but they have been able to contain him. They've kept him away from the, the long passes. They've kept him away from the end zone. And, of course, there have been several dramatic moments where especially in that playoff game where they stopped him at the very end and did not let him get into the end zone. But they've basically kept him from scoring and hurting him with the long ball. How do you anticipate Jim Schwartz covering Jones this time around? This time around, they have so many corners, Merrill, that play a lot of time. Russell Douglas, Cindy Jones, Avante Maddox, uh, the, the other guy, Ronald Darby. So, you know, how, how do you anticipate them handling Jones? Well, it's always a combination. You need the good coverage. But I've always found, and I think Jim would be the first to tell you, that a lot of it has to do with the pass rush. If any quarterback has enough time, he can get a receiver open. But if they put the heat on Matt Ryan, if they come at him time and time again, I think it's going to make a big difference. And that's what's always helped. If you get a prolific pass rush on that quarterback, they, the, the, the corners can play the receivers and keep them pretty much in check. Again, you're talking about some very, very talented receivers uh, when you're talking about Julio Jones, not just Jones. They have Mohamed Sanu, who mm-hmm. wears number 12. Yeah. Jones is number 11. And they have a young receiver who can run like the wind by the name of Calvin Ridley. They have to be very aware of those three, and I know they are, but it all begins with the pass rush. 
And, and the Falcons are going to be, as we discussed earlier this week, they're not going to be too thrilled going into Sunday night because of how they lost to the Vikings last week. Uh, Merrill, why is it foolish considering last week's score against Minnesota and the recent success the Eagles have had against the Falcons to think that this game is money in the bank for the Birds? Well, it is because Atlanta is a good team. And Doug said that yesterday. He said, you, you look at the Vikings game, and that's not who the Atlanta Falcons are. The Atlanta Falcons are a very good team. They're a very well-coached team. They're a team that should get to the playoffs. You have to respect their talent. So don't look at the Vikings game and say, well, the Eagles should be able to run over them. The only thing is, I think that the uh, the Falcons have shown a weakness so far against the run. If you look look at the Vikings game, the Vikings only threw the ball 10 times. They pounded away, and I would think the Eagles will have to emphasize the running game once again. Oh, that is certainly the case. But at the, at the same time, we know that they had that dynamic connection last week between Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson. Uh, while they may focus a little bit more on the run, it'd be hard to believe that they would go away from from that considering the success they had against the Redskins. But, Merrill, I'm fascinated about how quickly Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson built that instant connection when that was the first game that they ever played together. How were they able to forge such a great chemistry with so little experience playing on the same team? Well, number one, you're talking about two great talents, a great arm in Carson Wentz and a great receiver in Deshaun Jackson. I think there was a statistic that shows that at 32 years old, um, somehow, I don't know how they measure it, but last week he was measured as the third fastest player in the National Football League. That is amazing. So he has the great speed to get out there. And number two, we talk about the fact that they haven't played a lot together, but they have been working since the spring, since the OTAs, day after day after day, after practice, and in all kinds of different situations on the practice field to get that timing together. It's Yes, they did not have the game action together. They did in the scrimmages, but they have worked on their timing constantly throughout the spring and summer. And, and focusing on the Eagles' offense, though, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. You don't go a 16-game season smooth sailing. And these, guy, these guys are human, despite the fact that they have the team's best interest in mind. Do you think it's possible with all these playmakers on the roster, on offense, that some guys may get discouraged if there's a long stretch or period of time to where they don't touch the ball or don't see the ball from Wentz? I honestly don't, uh, because if you look at the game last week, he distributed the ball a lot. I mean, everybody got involved in it. You may not have 116 catches, say, by Zach Ertz, but you know what? These guys are after one thing, and that's wins, to have a season where you build upon win after win after win and get ultimately where you want to go. Winning cures a lot of stuff. You're not worrying about individual stats as much as you're worrying about team success, and this is a very unselfish team. Well, Merrill, tomorrow morning we'll get your keys to that success for week two, your keys to the game. Look forward to it every week. Thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.